You're listening to season two of By Shawnita, wholeness series novel, Weighing My Options, chapter seven. Brianna leaned on the counter of the swanky soul food chateau. Her taste buds did a happy dance each time she inhaled. The stress of the trip warranted a special splurge meal. Fried chicken, candy yams, fried okra, sweet baked cornbread, greens seasoned with ham hocks, fried turkey, country ham, and a two liter of pineapple soda to wash it all down. She rifled through her front pockets, looking for the rest of her money to add dessert. We take credit cards if that is easier, the clerk smiled. Brianna made it a habit not to use her debit card at unfamiliar places. This clerk's eagerness to get her hands on her debit card made her uncomfortable. She checked her back pocket. I'll take some honey child banana pudding. The clerk looked Brianna up and down, a small, medium, or large serving. How much for the whole thing? Brianna pointed to the half full pan in the dessert display. $15, the clerk said. Brianna handed her the $20 bill from her back pocket. The clerk gave her change back. Chills ran up and down her arms. A smirk sat on Brianna's face as a young man brought a large bag filled with her order to the front. Shame crept up around her neck. It nestled into the folds of skin between her shoulders and back as she took the bag from the clerk. Doubts about conceiving flooded her mind all the way back to the hotel. Sweat beaded up and streamed down her back. Young Brianna ran 10 times the distance from Swanky Soul to the hotel before she thought about sweating. She missed that young, fit person. Her stomach growled as she rounded the corner. A sigh escaped her lips. You know it is a mess. You're the last one to make it to your own room. Julie shook her head. How did y'all beat me here? Brianna used her hotel key to open the door. I only walked up the street. First mistake, you left to get your food. The restaurant in the bar area downstairs served my needs just fine. Julie lifted several bottles of beer in a bag with several takeout containers. My food is on the way. They'll call from the front desk once it arrives. So let us in so we don't miss their call. I told them I'd be in your room. Tony nudged Brianna with her hip. Brianna laughed. Her heart ached a bit for Thomas. If he were here earlier, she wouldn't be poised and ready to dive into three containers of food. She shrugged. It didn't make sense to beat herself up over one meal. Her weight loss wouldn't be stopped by one meal. Julie walked as if her feet and the floor wanted to become one. You can fit my room in this suite four times over. I could sleep without hearing my dad snore the curtains off the rods in here. You should stay with me the rest of the trip. I hate being in here all by myself. That way your dad can break sound barriers by himself and you can keep me company. Brianna placed her food on the table next to the window. Serious? Julie eyed Brianna. Yeah, spending the weekend with you two is as good as this weekend is going to get. Brianna choked down a tear. Trust me, I can use the company and fun. Julie sat her food and drinks down next to Brianna's on the table. 
Her arms wrapped around Brianna and took them back to their last slumber party before Julie had to leave for the Midwest. It seemed like yesterday, but their losses and weight gain told a different story. Their time apart had been too long. What's up with Thomas? Last minute work emergency or baby mama drama? Tony plopped down in the armchair closest to the dining room table. Work. Brianna sat down in front of her bag. Much to my surprise, Shavana has been very amicable over the years. She doesn't even try to poison Toy against me. We aren't like friends, but she respects me even when Thomas isn't around. I know that isn't always the case. She is a sweet girl. Tony nodded. Good. So he's driving in for Lionel's funeral. Nah, he's going to fly and drive back with me. Brianna pulled out the first container. Julie popped one of her beers open. Is that honey-drizzled banana pudding from Swanky's? Brianna smiled. You know I can't find anything like this in Alabama. I had to get it before I went home. Didn't plan to get it today, but they stressed me out so much about Thomas earlier, I couldn't wait. I almost wished I knew how to fight. Tracy was in prime position to lose all of her teeth. Tony froze in her seat. What happened? That wench threatened to take Thomas from me and call me fat. Rihanna's lip trembled. She's right. I'm so fat I can't have kids. Tony sat up in the chair. Julie scooted closer to Brianna's chair. Are you on something? Tony shook her head. She laughed. You should have gone into acting instead of administration. Brianna wiped the tears that escaped from her cheeks. I'm not playing, Tony. The doctor told me I need to lose at least 100 pounds before I should think about getting pregnant. Silence filled the room. Julie rubbed Brianna on the back. Tony opened and closed her mouth several times. Brianna wanted to laugh. She didn't recall anything rendering her cousin speechless. If someone didn't say something soon, the tears would take over again. Last time she cried over this, it took her two days to get herself back together. A tear perched on the rim of her eye. A shrill ring cut through the tense air. Brianna walked over to the phone. Hello? Okay, thank you. Tony stood up. Your food is here. Brianna returned to her seat. Julie drained the contents of the bottle in her hand. I'll be back, ladies. Don't go having all of the fun without me. Tony waved some cash at them. If you behave, I may have a treat for you when I get back. Julie popped open another bottle. Slow down, Julie. We got all night. Brianna bit into her fried chicken. Are those kids you had earlier Devon's? Julie sipped and nodded. Yep. I keep trying to convince him to get fixed. His ideal of birth control is chilling, choosing which girl to sleep with based on booty size. Brianna shook her head. I'm sorry. You don't want to hear about someone who doesn't cherish their children enough when you haven't been able to make any. Julie shook her head. The contents of the bottle in her hand disappeared. You're fine. I'm not the first person who had trouble getting pregnant. We'll have kids. Just isn't time yet. Knock, tap, knock. Julie waved for Brianna to stay seated. She let Tony back into the room. Have fun? Tony shook her head. Sure did. Gonna have even more fun as soon as I sit down. 
and devour the contents of this bag. I won't be any good to anyone once I'm done with this. Dessert is on the way too. I love having Tony around. Not just for the dessert either. I didn't realize how much I missed you two. Julie took a swig from her bottle. I may stay active on book time and keep in touch with y'all after the reunion. Tony shook her head and sat down. The smell of catfish, crawfish, shrimp, and cheese filled the room. You are wrong for that, Antoinette. We could have ordered a bucket of crab legs and homemade cheese puffs if we knew you were ordering from Shonuff. That is just sinful. Brianna shook her head. Just wrong. Tony opened the first container. She shrugged. If you had come back to the room first instead of going to Swanky's without telling anyone, you'd be eating the dessert for free instead of paying for it when it gets here. Remember, last one here, paid for dessert. Brianna rolled her eyes. You are such a stinker. Takes one to no one. Tony stuck her tongue out at Brianna. She bowed her head for a quick moment of grace. Now, let's eat. Julie placed two empty bottles in the trash can. She opened the third beer and smiled. Nothing a little brew couldn't make better. You still work for the county, Julie? Tony said. Julie paused. How did you know? Our parents talk. You help the court people or something? Brianna chimed in between bites. <laughs> no, I'm in the clerk's office. I'm always talking about court reporting. That must be why dad got confused. Julie opened her food. Ideas on how to change the subject bounced around her head. Brianna, how is business? It's pretty good considering most of it comes from word of mouth. I'm enjoying the research into corporate organizational consulting. Not for the money and admin side, but tangible stuff like supply closets, etc. Brianna bit into her turkey drumstick. I bet you meet lots of interesting people. Not really. Mostly people getting married, divorced, or mix up with records at the hospital. Court personnel tell much better stories than I ever could. If I could do it all again, I'd go to school to be a court reporter straight out of high school instead of taking the permanent position for the city job I had for the summer after graduation. It helped me to get the county position now, but it was below entry level. It was thinking about entry level. Julie took a breath. Tony and Brianna laughed. You're a whiz at stuff like that. What is stopping you from going back to school for court reporting now? Tony said. She popped the head off a crawfish, sucked the juice from it, then ate the other portion. I hear you. Julie nursed the beer on the table. She figured she should stop because the more she drank, the looser her tongue became. My boyfriend thinks it's stupid. Says I watch too many court TV shows and won't stick with it once I realize real life isn't like evidence and convictions. He gets that way sometimes. I wish he were supportive. He could stand to be a bit more gentle and less of a homebody with me too. Tony cleared her throat. I don't have it in me to tell him about my weight loss surgery. Met with the doctor a few days before I paid to come here. Julie shrugged. He loves me and stuff. He just doesn't know how to say it or show it. The reason he doesn't like to go out is so he can keep me all to himself. Isn't that sweet? He's probably right. 
I can just hear him tell me to accept myself for what I am and stop trying to change. You're right. He needs to be supportive. With a man like that, I wouldn't need any enemies. Brianna said, he's not as bad as it sounds. I'm just so scared of failing at school, at my weight loss. If you look at our goals in life, when we wrote that stuff down, we thought we'd conquer the world. Here we sit looking like it conquered us and came back for seconds. Tony shook her finger. Speak for yourself. I'm still considered a young lady. I'm not saying it wouldn't be hard, Julie, but you can definitely go back to school and you should be with someone who doesn't mind taking you out. Julie shrugged. Tony chewed. Her heart beat faster than a contestant weighing in on a weight loss show. Julie opened another bottle. It had to be her fourth or fifth drink. I'm happy with him, and although not challenging, I like my job. When I'm off, I'm off. And follow me home. I like that too, Julie said. Brianna's eyebrow rose. I don't believe you for one second, Julie. I remember when that boy in the seventh grade asked you to be his secret friend. You told him if you aren't good enough to be his girl in public, it wasn't worth being your boyfriend ever. Julie laughed. They giggled as she recalled that sleepover. They consoled Julie by singing suck songs and watching girls rock movies. Such a long time ago. No one could have convinced her 15 years later they would be burying a younger cousin who weighed more than all of them combined in middle school. What you over there thinking about, Tony? Brianna said. Tony blinked. Oh, (laughs) nothing. Just kind of spaced out. Sorry. Brianna nudged Tony with her foot. I don't believe you either, but I'll move on. What's going on with you? How is North Carolina treating you? Who's your new beau? You were never one to stay single for long, Tony. What church do you go to now? Never mind. I'm sorry, Tony. Tony shrugged. You don't have to apologize, Bree. You're right. The old Tony kept a cutie and loved to serve. But as you can see, it's gone. With this, Tony leaned forward. Brianna and Julie leaned forward to hear her. Looked so good, ate her. Tony teased in a hushed tone. Julie and Brianna sat up. Brianna threw a wadded up napkin at Tony. Julie threw a bottle cap at Tony. Tony dodged her weapons and laughed. I couldn't resist. You guys are getting way too serious. You don't have to tell us what is going on with the new Tony if you don't want to. We love both of y'all crazy behinds. Julie laughed. She sipped from her bottle of beer. Brianna's laugh bought Tony some time. She hadn't been around true loved ones in so long. She forgot how it felt. In her heart, she knew Julie and Brianna wouldn't judge her, but the habit of keeping everything to herself was harder to break than she thought possible. No, I trust you guys, so I'll answer your question. Start with the boyfriend thing. It is easiest. Until I learned how to pick better dudes, I'm on a honey hiatus. The last two didn't work out well. My friendship with Colby is the last healthy relationship with a guy I've had. There was no attraction there for him or me. So it must be something with me. 
Until I figure out what it is, no honeys. Brianna stared at Tony. She sat her fork down. You can't be serious. She's the only idiot you've ever dated. Don't let him do this to you. He's dead. Move on. No, there was someone in Atlanta. He turned out to be worse than Rod. Tony bristled at the memory of her ex-boyfriend who still served at her former church. The guy you met at the singles ministry at your church in Atlanta? Julie said, yeah, him. Tony inhaled, counted to three, and exhaled. He's still there with those sick, twisted... (laughs) Yeah, him. He is the one who introduced me to the pastor. The sad thing about it is that the pastor seemed like he didn't want to be a part of the perverted mess. It was as if something else was in control. I never participated in the foolishness, but when the pastor tried to initiate me into the secret circle of love the single woman shared is when I started looking for temporary work in North Carolina. God must have been feeling sorry for me because I was able to move into my space now less than a month later. Haven't stepped foot in a church since I left there, to be honest. Brianna gasped. Julie stopped sipping and pulled the bottle down from her mouth. That's not like you, Tony. Even I've always known you're supposed to be a minister or something. You were always the strongest one with God out of all of us. Don't let one bad ministry sour you on your relationship with God. Tony chuckled. I'm not. I watch church on television and I tithe. I serve at an orphan. Relationship with God is good. I'm done with his ratchet people. She claimed to be sleeping with someone to protect the purity of our relationship. And the other armor bearers convinced the pastor that our being intimate with each other kept the integrity of the church safe because we weren't having premarital sex like other popular female ministers have done in the past. This looked at her as if she was crazy. It's just ridiculous. As if God looks away from us touching each other. I still can't repeat it right because it didn't make sense then just like it doesn't make any sense spiritual or otherwise now. I hear you, Tony. I just don't understand all of it, but I hear you. Brianna picked her fork back up. This is just like that time. You boycotted all the big dances sophomore year because you found out about the boys' rating system for It didn't matter that we were in the top picks category. You were so pissed. You didn't go to anything with anyone until they apologized in the school paper. You stick by your beliefs. I hope that means one day you'll go back to church. I don't remember a time when you didn't go. You were the one who talked us into going with you and Big Mama. Yeah, that was the old Tony. Remember, I ate her. Tony picked up fried shrimp sandwich. I hope you enjoyed Weighing My Options, Chapter 7, written and read by Shawnita. Please tell your friends about the podcast and be sure to join us next week for Chapter 8.